ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Tells us chapter 7, verse 11. Seven, yes. And it came to pass in the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and much people. 12. When he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother. She was a widow. Can I have sound in the monitors here? And much people of the city was with her. 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. And said to her, Weep not. 14. He came and touched the bear, and they that bear him stood still. And he said, Young man, see, I'm showing you this morning that there is power to change anything that is dead in your life. Amen. Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. Arise. This morning, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Whatever is dying or dead in your life can come alive powerfully and mightily. Amen. Whatever is going down in your life can come alive powerfully and mightily. Amen. And it is the spirit. The Bible says, if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you that same spirit shall quicken your mortal bodies amen we are about to pray and say holy spirit holy spirit. come mightily upon my life yes. anything that is dead or dying Jesus. that is weak yes that is not strong yes your mind Jesus. we are going to pray about our intelligence yes your finances, yes. your physical health, yes. your spiritual life, yes. any area of your life that is going down, that is dying, that is weak, this morning there is power to bring it back to life. Amen. I want us to lift up our two hands. We are about to pray and say, Lord, 
let your holy spirit let your holy spirit be at work in my be life be at work in my life let your holy spirit let your holy spirit touch my life touch my life i want you to open your mouth oh, and begin to pray right now Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come upon me, come upon me, come upon me, come upon me, resurrect, 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 anything that is dying, anything that is Anything that is dying, anything that is dying, resurrect it, resurrect Lord, resurrect it, resurrect it, Lord, anything that is dying, anything that is dying, Jesus, Jesus, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, come upon me, 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 come upon me. 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 Jesus. Jesus. Come upon me. Come upon me. Jesus. Touch my life. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come upon me. Come upon me. Rico The service is called the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit does not influence your life, you are essentially dead. David said, and we read it two weeks ago, he said, he knows our frame and he knows that we are dust. That's right. Dust. Sound. Take your Bible. Psalm thirty-eight, one o three. Sorry. Look. Let me tell you. Forget about your house or your degree. Forget about the funds your friends give you. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are useless. Yes. Yes. Dust. Nobody likes dust. Rather, we remove them from our lives. Oh, yes. That's why we get a we get a piece of cloth and say we are dusting our room. This is what the Bible says about you. Unless you don't believe in the Bible, you are actually let me tell you who you really are. You are actually useless. Thank you. You are actually useless. But you see, the world, because of our degrees, yeah. And our talents, yes. and our money, mm. and our prestige. Yeah. People give us fans. You are CEO. You do your hair like your hairstyle. You look in the mirror. 
You see that you have a beautiful face. Are you not beautiful, my darling? You are beautiful. But the Bible is more powerful than what your mirror tells you. That's right. And the Bible says that you are useless. You are dust. Yes. So anything that is good in our lives will come only because of the another power. Thank you. Another power. That's why you see a man. You go to school, get MBA, take this degree, rise, rise, go high. Only to fall, like a lizard. Before you say, oh, he's not this person, has gone to steal some one million cities. Or he has gone to sleep with some two girls and uh, they are quarreling over him and he has been removed from the place. We are weak. We are very weak. Yeah. Lift your two hands. Put your Bible down. Jesus. Oh, Bashara Bahano. To last as a Christian. To last as a human being. Oh, yes. You need something more yes. than your hair. Yes. You need something more than your nice suit. Yes. You need something more than your big mansion you are staying in. Oh, yes. Lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, come upon me. 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 Jesus said that if we be evil, know how to give good things. How much will our Heavenly Father not give us the Holy Spirit? Begin to pray right now. The prayer you are praying, this is what will make you something better than dust no one should forget 103.14 if they ask you who are you don't say my name is Samuel Obey who are you I am dust don't say oh I'm the MD of uh, a backless band no say I am dust lift your hands Ask the Holy Spirit. He says, how much more will the Heavenly Father, I want to hear you shouting in tongues. That Father, 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 don't don't swerve me. Don't swerve me. Don't swerve me. Don't disappoint me. Don't disappoint you. You have promised me. You have promised me. That when I ask for the Holy Spirit. That when I ask for the Holy Spirit. You will give me. You will give me. I'm about to ask for the Holy Spirit. I'm about to ask for the Holy Spirit. I am weak. I am weak. I am dust. I am dust. Please. Please. Today. Today. As I pray. As I pray. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come. Come. And overshadow and overshadow my weaknesses. My weaknesses. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. <laughs> You need this prayer to go to work tomorrow. 
Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, make a difference. 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 Something about your life is changing. You are dust. I am dust. So how does the Holy Spirit impart strength? The sweet influence of the Holy Spirit gives strength by imparting might to you in the inner man. Wow. Might. 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 If you are weak, it is not because you don't have muscles. There's a man in the Bible One of the strongest men In the Bible His name was Samson The strongest Mm. He had muscles He could carry the gates of a city Yes He could kill lions Yes But inside him His inner man was weak a little woman was able to destroy him mercy Samson stands for any type of strength that is outside the inner man wow wow Samson stands for any type of strength that is not from inside of you. Thank you. Like your physical strength. Like you for you do bodybuilding. Uh-huh. So you are a strong man. Yes. When I see you, I remember Samson. Yes. Then this man also is a professor of engineering. He is strong academically. Jesus. He has degrees. Yes. 
all these types of strength are outside the inner man. Then I've seen somebody also with a hairstyle that makes her strong. That's right. When the men see, they are falling. Jesus. Strong on the outside. But ladies and gentlemen, mm. any of these Professor Samson uh, beauty and the beast type of strength is useless if it is not from inside Ephesians 3 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that is what you can have muscles and still see money in a drawer and steal it that's right wrong area of strength the strength we need is the inner man so you can be a slim macho but you are flying high in life then people with muscles are being bowled over by little girls we are going to pray see it says that he would grant you say lord grant me lord grant me lord give it to me Lord, give it to me. Lord, I need it. Lord, I need I'm it. I'm going to count three. We are going to clap our hands and Jesus. pray and say, Father, Father, give me the strength I need inside. Oh, yes. I thank you for my degrees. Yes. I thank you for my muscles. Yes. I thank you. I'm very handsome, like Reverend Michael, handsome man. But we don't use these things. We don't use these things to live our lives. Jesus. Father, Father, Give me strength inside of me. Give me strength One, inside of me. Two, three. Begin to clap your hands and pray. Remember you are dust. Receive might. Receive might. Receive <laughs> We are going to pray our final prayer.
with your weaknesses in mind. Some of you, your weakness is food. It's not a joke. Because of food, you can be very carnal till something destroys you. You can't fast. You can't eat in small amounts. They can even kill you. They can use food to beat you. Some of your weakness is pornography. I was surprised. Last week, I was talking to a young boy. He must be around 18. I mean, well, no, I was surprised, but I've not heard this in a long time. He sat with me. Somebody in church said his problem is drinking. Drinking. Some of you, your problem is small, small, small girls. Jesus. Shrimps and lizards. Some of your problem, your, 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 your weakness is a girl who is fair. You may think I'm joking. And all these things, if you read before Delilah destroyed Samson, you read, you see how he went to sleep with a prostitute. He went for some strange woman. I mean, so when Delilah came, Samson was already living that life. Delilah was not Samson's first experience. So we are praying and we are saying, Lord, this is between the two of us. You know my pornography program. Jesus. I am known in the church as a pastor or as a keyboardist or, but Lord, you know. You know my alcohol problem. That when I come to church, it's only chewing gum that saves me, but I drink. Father, you know me. I'm very quick-tempered. Yes. Each of these things I'm talking about, if you can remove them from your life, or if you can allow the Holy Ghost to overshadow it, it will lead to your prosperity. Amen. So think about your weakness. Whatever in your life represents a weakness. Jesus. And we are going to pray and say, Lord, Lord overshadow. overshadow. The angel told Mary that the Holy Spirit, because Mary, who was supposed to give birth to Jesus, had a weakness. Yes. The weakness was that she was a virgin. Yes. No husband. Now, these two things stood in the way of being pregnant and let alone being pregnant with the child of God. But the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. So when we see you, we don't only we, we don't anymore see virginity we don't see husbandlessness but we see a pregnancy that came through the holy spirit amen this morning the holy spirit can overshadow someone here when we see you we don't only we don't even see pornography yes we don't see stealing yes we don't see alcoholism yes we don't see a quick temper yes a quick temper yes but we see the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Strength to say no. Strength to live a virtuous oh, life. Yes. Begin to clap your hands and pray and say, Lord, overshadow my weakness. Overshadow my weakness, Lord.
choose to go about showing forth your weakness displaying your weaknesses it's a way to live your life when people see so oh that's a man who's who likes more small girls oh that's a this girl as you see her so beautiful if she gets angry she's more than the devil you can you can live your life. Oh, you see that boy there, that, that tall boy. Oh, he's a homosexual. Oh no, 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 no. Don't let your son be around him. Jesus. You can choose that way. Where your weaknesses advertise you. I mean, as you are coming. You are noted and noticed by your weakness. Mercy. And there's also another option. That one is up to you. Where your weaknesses hide. And another power altogether. Actually, the opposite of your weakness is what shows out. Yes. And you see that in Acts 4.13. I will recommend this one to you. This morning, as we pray our final prayer, Jesus. Acts 4, 13, 1, 3. Now, when they saw 
What did they see? The boldness of Peter and John. This is what men saw. Right. This is what was expressed on the outside. They perceived and and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant. So this these two things were their original weaknesses. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been covered by another power called Jesus Christ. Yes. That's how you can see good in some of us. We are bad. You don't have any idea. Look at the person standing by you. Who looks like a deacon or a deaconess or a church mother. In fact, it is even worse. When the lady behind, beside you is an LP. These LPs and uh, women who stand in front, either on the front row or the second row, they look like church mothers, angels, but inside is badness. Bad! But Jesus is able to let people see the opposite of what we are. Yes. While other people, when you see them, they, what, what is advertised is the, is the core weakness. They took note of them. They saw boldness. Normally, ignorant and unlearned men are timid. Quiet. Don't have much to say. Because when they speak, they advertise their ignorance. Yes. But not Peter and John. Yes. They had already been covered by the Holy Spirit's power. Yes. Remember, this is Acts. It shall be your story. Amen. Whatever represents a weakness in you is hiding behind. Amen. And the power of the Holy Spirit is coming mightily into your life. Amen. We are praying our final prayer. Say, Lord, Lord, I have a weakness. I have a weakness. I steal. I steal. I drink. I drink. I have a hot temper. I have a hot temper. I am I am a smoker. I am a smoker. But Lord, but Lord, cover me. Cover me with your spirit. With your spirit. Let Jesus be seen. Let Jesus be seen. Let Jesus be seen. Let Jesus Begin be to clap seen. your hands and pray right now. <laughs> Keep Don't allow your weaknesses to advertise you. Don't let your weakness advertise you. Let something else advertise you. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name.
Amen. You may be seated. to 
says in Psalm 119 verse 2 He said, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. Amen. I said, Blessed are they that what? Keep. Today you'll be blessed as you keep the testimonies of God. Oh, I didn't hear your loudest. Amen. I said, you'll be blessed as you keep the testimonies of God. Amen. And today, to start with, we have our brother courage to share his testimony with us put your hands together and let's welcome our brother courage wow amen you're welcome thank you very much what's your testimony courage actually before i was a center leader and before bishop um, closed down some of the percenters I was unemployed. You were what? Unemployed. So your testimony is about employment. Exactly. Wow. Did you hear, just hear that? No, did, did you just hear that? If you are sitting here and you don't have employment, you have not been employed, get ready. Your employment is coming soon. Amen. I didn't hear it. I said, get ready. If he did it for him, he's about to do it for you. Amen. I didn't hear you shout an amen. amen. And give the Lord glory and a shout of praise. Wow. So, you were not employed. I was not employed. I didn't have a job. I was at home. You were at home? I was at home. Hey, how many of you can identify with this? I know what it is like. So, what happened? So, my uncle is a, um, a building contractor. He called me to come and be with him for some time. But honestly, it wasn't pulling. I mean, I wasn't getting anything from him. We go to work. I mean, I come back. So it, it, it's pathetic. Hey, may your labor not be a labor that will not bring anything. Amen. How can you go to work and come back and not have anything? Your life will not be a pathetic life. Amen. I said your life will not be a pathetic life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So before 
when we started the 21 days fasting, I was going to work with my uncle. And because of the nature of the work, I really wasn't able to fast. But I was praying. I come here, we pray. Then two weeks into the fasting, my mother came and told me that he has, she has seen a poster at La Community Bank that they were looking for mobile bankers. So she gave me the manager's number to call her. So when you called, what happened? When I called, the manager said they needed two guarantors who come and open an account with 2,000 CDs. But honestly, we, I didn't have any guarantor to go and open such an account. So I told the manager that, honestly, I'm not sure they can take me for the job because I don't have anybody to open the account with the 2,000 CDs. Oh. <laughs> Two weeks, a week after, I was still praying. I was still coming here to come and pray. The manager called me and said, you know, don't worry. Don't, forget about the guarantors. Hey! You don't mean it. I tell you. Forget about the guarantors. If you are here, you don't have anybody to guarantee for your life to be a guarantee. I prophesy to you that the Lord will be your guarantor. He will stand in for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So the manager said, forget about the guarantors. And come. So I went. And I know that when I'm going to look for a job, you write your own application letter. But when I got there, she sat me down, asked one of the talents to write an application letter for me. <laughs> hey, why are you sitting down? Did you just hear that? I said, did you just hear that? You will not write an application letter. The Lord will be your guarantor. And what you have been looking for, you will receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive your testimony. Wow. So the managers made her secretary write your application letter for you. And endorsed it. And endorsed it. And you got a job. I sent it to the main branch to see the resource manager. When the resource manager saw me, she was like, I the one the manager of Medina recommended. And I said, yes. See, they will go before you. You did not hear it. I said they will go before you. Before you get there, your name will be mentioned. Before you get there, a way would have been made for you. Receive it. Wow. So the resource manager told me, Give me a form for the guarantors to just fill and add their um, passport picture and bring it. When I bring the um, form, I should start to work. So as you are standing here, have you started work? By tomorrow or Tuesday, I'll start work. Come on, somebody. You did not hear it. This young man was unemployed. He did not have a guarantor. The Lord was his guarantor. The manager was his applicant. And by the grace of God, his beginning, his job, tomorrow, put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Wow! What a shock. What a shock. It's a shock. So, you are going to work in the bank? Yes, please. 
You too. Me too. Come on, it will be your story. Amen. You did not hear it. I said that will be your story. Amen. Somebody will look at you and say, You too. Me too. Is that where you work? You too. Have you been employed? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wow. I just want to thank God for this testimony. I was also born to bless the life of Bishop for opening such an opportunity for us to come and pray. I want to tell everybody that there is the power the power of God is in this house. God is here. God is here. Let us be established. Wow. And we'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. This year, as you come to pray, it is no more 21 days fasting, but it is heaven will answer breakthrough service. As you come to pray, I see your breakthrough. Where you are unemployed, you will be employed. Where you are poor, you will become rich by the power of God that rests in the anointed minister and anointed man of God in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Wow. Are you ready for our next testimony? Are you ready? Then put your hands together and let's welcome our brother Nicholas to bring us his testimony. Wow. Put your hands together, somebody. Shout, praise, and give the Lord a shout. Wow. Nicholas, what is your testimony? My testimony is about promotion. Hey. What is God doing in this house? The unemployed has been employed. The one too who has already been employed is being promoted. You too, you are about to receive your promotion. Whether employed or unemployed, tell your neighbor, Mitsumitye womb. I did not hear that. Tell your neighbor whether I'm an unemployed or employed. I also have my share. So what has God done for you? Okay, um, four months ago uh, I went for uh, an interview and then um, at, the, at the interview I was asked that um, uh, they asked me what course I did I said I have a chemical engineer then they said ah, a chemical engineer what are you coming to do in this institution then what I, institution is it I mean because of uh, because of some reasons I just don't want to mention oh, the name of the okay. institution please. wow but you're a chemical engineer yes, hey okay yes so um exactly four months after uh, there was some uh, there was some changes and then they, they created some new uh, offices and they wanted some people to fill their, hey, their position i think i love the man of god in this house he's a man of god that creates opportunities create offices anytime he prophesies he says i see a new office being created if you are here get ready your new office is being created for you ah why are you sitting down and not lifting up your hands and receiving it receive your new office wow so what happened so um actually in the institution you need to you need to serve for at least um two years before you can be moved from one office to another and um um for now i'm just four months there and and, and i've not even finished serving my probation but I've no I've never finished serving my uh, probation. So um and then um they, they had a, a board meeting.
and then um, they wanted somebody to fill a, a particular um, position in that institution. So they said they looked for somebody, but they couldn't get anybody to fill. So they told my, um, my, my former HOD that they want to move me to, to that office. But she Four said, months. Yes. But, but she said, You've not finished serving your probation. And you are going to be moved. Jesus. Somebody, did you hear that? It doesn't matter your time you have served though. When the Lord favors you, He has favored you. When the Lord chooses you, He has chosen you. The Bible says, Blessed is the man whom the Lord chooses. I see the Lord choosing you. He says that He may fill you and satisfy you with the good things of the house. So what happened? So, um, that was um, on, on a Thursday. My HOD called me. And I went to the her office. And she told me that um, she didn't want me to be moved. But uh, they, they, she, she wanted someone else to be replaced. But they, but they told her that, okay, they need somebody with this, uh, with, with a kind of, I mean, a particular qualification. So they gave her just, just one week to look for someone else to fill that position. But she said that she looked around, but she couldn't get anybody. <laughs> hey! I said, what God is going to do in your life? Eh? When they are looking for somebody, they will search all over. They will not find because what they are looking for will be inside of you will be what you have haven't you heard a man of god prophesy that god is giving you something in your workplace that only you can provide this is your time you are also receiving such a testimony receiving so what happened so so she told me that um she did all i mean she could but um she can't she, she can't get anybody to replace so um finally she had to agree they will agree I said they will agree your amen is weak I said they will agree whether they like it or not they will agree so um, hopefully tomorrow I'm moving to my new office how many of you know that hey tomorrow when we come to church on Sunday Monday we are entering into new places it is your time it is about to happen to you why are you sitting down why are you not shouting why are you not jumping that god is moving you to into a new office receive it so i, would, I just want to say um a very uh, a very big thank you to bishop uh, bishop has spoken a lot of ways um in my life and i can see that uh, practically each day and those words have been fulfilled. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I love that part. He said he can see practically. How many of you know that the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that practically happens to you? I see you being blessed in the same way. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands together. Put them together. And thank the Lord for a powerful testimony. Are you excited? Are you excited? I cannot feel the excitement. Are you excited? Are you ready for the last testimony? Are you ready? Then let's put our hands together and welcome our own brother, Osam Tevia. Wow. Osam, what has the Lord done for you? Hallelujah. Okay, so my testimony is a two-in-one testimony. Hey. Everything na double double I say everything na double double Na 
double, double. Oh, everything na double, double. Na double, double. Promotion double, double. Na double, double. Hey, healing double, double. Na double, double. Double, 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 double. Receive your double. Wow. So it's two in one. Hey. I see you sharing a two-in-one testimony. So tell us, what has the Lord done for you? So my testimony is about an aquanche our prophet gave to us. Hey, there is aquanche too here. Receive your aquanche. Today, as the man of God stands on this pulpit and in this pla- on this platform, get ready for aquanche. I like the way you said the amen. I said, get ready for aquanche. In the name of Jesus. So, two years ago, I remember we had fresh winds and Bishop asked us to come with communion elements and an anointing oil. Hey, two years two ago. Two years ago, yes. 2015. Tell your neighbor, sit up. When you hear two year old testimony, two years old testimony, you must do what? So tell your neighbor, sit on the edge. Get ready for a ride. What God is about to do. Two years ago. So he prayed over the communion elements and prophesied. Wow. One of the one one of the prophecies that I remember is that he told the ladies that if there's a man who is delaying, you can pour some of the oil and fry some fish and give to him. He changed. Hey! Is this not a quantre? Is this not a quantre? I see you receiving your quantre. So the oil was used to fry. Fish. Fish. I'm sure that's what my wife used, but I don't know. Because you were delaying. So after the fish was fried and you ate. Yes, but you are living testimony. That that is not put your hands together. So minus he gave another prophecy and said that anything that you are looking for or any difficulty that you have, particularly he said that if you are looking for something, when we close from the meeting, I think we close around twelve midnight. Go there. And then pour the oil around the place. You secure it, or it's secure. Nobody will come eat for it. This one, it is more than a malam's aquanchel. Twelve midnight. Walk to the place. Pour oil. Go around. Then whatever you are looking for, you either secure it immediately, or it has been secured. Then what happened? So, after the meeting, I believed. And I was looking for a facility. So I went, I drove to the place, and I poured the oil around the place. That's this thing I wanted. So I'm praying that I get it. The prophet has said that we should do this. So I did it. So I was trying to get it. When I go, struggles up and down, up and down. After one year, then I was called that they tried to give it to somebody they are looking they are not getting so i'm the one who's supposed to give it so they gave it to <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 they did not hear it one year before this young man received a contract that take the oil go to the facility or anything you want sprinkle it it is secured or it has been what secured a year after they tried to sell that facility yes. it did not work. It didn't work so it was actually the one who was in charge of the facility who was fighting for me i didn't know why i haven't given him money i haven't called him to come for food or anything he fought until the end and he came and he said that 
I felt like I should fight for you. And he did it. Your enemies will fight for you. Anything you are looking for, God will send people to fight for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Ah, didn't the Bible say, stand still, hold your peace, for the Lord will fight for you. And when he fights for you, what will happen? You will hold your peace. I see you holding peace in the name of Jesus. Wow. So today, today, I have it. And I'm enjoying it. Today, today. You too, today, today. As you leave this place, you have whatever you are looking for. By the aquature of the man of God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wow. So this same oil, we had it. In fact, it was two bottles because my wife had one. And I also had one. And the communion element. So what happens is that every morning when I'm going to work, me try to communion back when I'm the oil on family. Tell your neighbor, Chebi. Na So catch your neighbor say, Chebi, wash your face in the name of Jesus. So this same oil. Two years ago. How many of you think that the anointing oil has expiring date? Some of you, when you come to church and the man of God prays for the oil, when you use it one week, you said, I expire. I'm waiting for another uh, prayer meeting where we prayed. Two years ago, just like the blood never loses its power, the anointing oil, because it does, it carries the word. The Bible says the word shall not pass away. Because it carries the word, it has not lost its power. It worked a miracle one year after. And what happened this year? This year, in fact, this I'll say this year because it's just last month. Wow. My wife was pregnant and she was due last month. So we came for a Tuesday service and we went home. We got home around 11.30 p.m., 12 midnight. And she was in labor. So, I mean, I hadn't seen some before, so I was a bit furious. So she had to pack her things. And when she was packing her things, surprisingly, she took the oil. I don't know how a woman in labor would think of taking something like that to the hospital. So we in the hospital. She labored for long. And at a point, the doctor said that the baby is losing his breath. Jesus. So they needed oxygen to be put on the baby. So they put oxygen on the mother to get to the baby. We're trying. The thing was so she finished her dilation and they took her to the labor ward. But before that, we called our prophet Jesus. And then we spoke to him. When we spoke to him, I think it was late, so the power wasn't too... So as we were there, we, they, took him to, they took her to the labor ward. She was to deliver. Now, Atiko, she can't... The feeling is gone. She so what happened? Like so we took her back to the bed. I remember that our prophet has given us a stronger power that if he's not there, that power worked for us. And that is the word? So the oil. Jesus. So when we took, my mother took the oil and she rubbed it on the tummy of my wife. Within two seconds, the baby came out. Hey. Are you sitting there? God is good. Are you sitting there? Give the Lord a shout. believe this one no it's, it's unbelievable but my mother is there she was the one who rubbed it she can testify herself ah i don't she believe took it the oil and 
just took the oil, rubbed it on her tummy. Within two seconds, on the on the bed, not in the labor room. Jesus, on the bed, wherever your out. blessing is, the Lord will bring it out immediately by the spoken word. Receive it. I didn't hear you. Receive it. Your receiving is on thirty percent. Receive it. Wow. So the baby came out. The baby just came out. Just came out. I, I was scared because we didn't expect it. So I was standing where I wasn't supposed to stand. So when the baby came out, I was. You were scared. So the I'm blessing scared. of God will scare you. I said the blessing of God will scare you. Some of you, you see God's blessing, you begin to shake. You begin to tremble. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So I want to say that our major prophet, Bishop Dagi, what Mill said that the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. And you don't need to go anywhere to get a prophecy. Right in this house. There is power in this house. Our prophet has prophesied. This happened two years ago. But it has happened practically in my life as life goes on. So I say that believe in the prophet that God has given to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together. But what God is about to practice for you today it's going to be too nice. Receive it. Turning around, say, turning around for my. I see a thing. Put your hands together for power testimony. Turning around, turning around, say, turning around for my. I see everything turning around. It's my turn in my face. You be on your feet and dance. Celebrate your victory. Your miracle is coming. Last time. If a man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed, behold, all things are new. Whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed. What I'm going through is working out for me. I will be the head. You will be the head. The tail. You will never be the tail. Above, above. Never be me. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon shall prosper against you. It's turning around. It's turning around. I Turning around. It's working around. It's turning around. Yes. Celebrate your victory. Celebrate your victory. Turning around. Turning around. Turning around. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Put your hands together for the Lord.
is not just an ordinary lifting up of your hand. You are receiving something supernatural. You know, sometimes we receive books, we receive keys, we receive money, but Jesus said, a man can receive nothing except it is given from above. As your hands are lifted, as I have also lifted my hand, our prayer is, Father, Give me something that a man cannot give me. Give me something that a man who loves me very much cannot give me. Yes. Father, give me something that my mother cannot give me. Yes. Jesus. Father, give me something that my father who cares for me cannot give me. Yes. Lift your hands now. Jeez. At this point, honestly, it depends on your faith. Oh, but if your faith is good enough, give me Lord. if your faith is strong enough, yes, if your faith is potent enough, yes, I want to assure you that these hands which are lifted up, plus that faith, you are she's drawing something, amen. You are drawing something. Amen. You are drawing something. Amen. You are drawing something. Amen. Receive something. I receive it. Receive something good. I receive it. Take home something good. I take it. This is somebody's week. Yes. This is somebody's week. Thank you. Another letter is going to drop this week. Amen. I receive it. Another letter is going to drop this week. Amen. And make sure we hear about it. Yes. Receive your letter. I receive it. Jesus. Keep your hand up. And let God put something in it. Jesus. I know you have received 
things for men. But this morning, I just feel that somebody here is receiving something. Yes. Jesus. Lift your hand up and receive it now. I receive it. Three people are receiving supernatural healing. Yes. Healing. Jesus. Power is flowing already. Yes. There's power here. I just saw in the spirit somebody your leg, right foot just came out of a trap. Jesus. A trap that was set for your foot. Jesus. Your foot entered it. But the trap did not work. Amen. And your foot has come out. Amen. I paralyze any demonic snare. Amen. Anything that is lying in wait for you. Because you are standing here today. Jesus. Your escape is guaranteed. Amen. Your escape is guaranteed. Amen. Somebody here, this week, you are going to see some evil that should have come to you. But it will not come. That evil, you will see it with your eyes. Jesus. But it will not come to you. Amen. Because I'm releasing a word that blocks evil. Amen. I block evil. Amen. I block evil. Amen. I block evil. Amen. I block evil. Amen. That is what you are taking. Yes. Home. You are going home with a blocker. Yes. Telling you, you 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 will see evil, but it will not come to you. Amen. Begin to thank God. Oh yes, Karabush. Oh Rinondo. Begin to thank God. Lera la la ha, Rinorosh teredinika. Oh, thank you, Lord. Begin to thank God. Palaninde, Rintomos mandos palanika hadalinei testenanush. And you may be seated. The message I have for you from God is still titled Good Things. Good Things. God gives nice things. Yes. He gives nice things. But the way he gives it is not the way the world gives it. You don't need to be corrupt. You don't need to do sakawa. You don't need to be a liar. What you need is righteousness. Every morning as I preach about good things, I will remind you that I have put four keys into your hands. Without those keys, you will not see good things. Yes. 
you will not see it. Good things are everywhere. And God promises us good things. But not everybody will see good things. Not, not every child of God. It's not automatic that being a child of God will deliver good things to you. Yes. Isaiah 1. 18. No matter your condition, though your sins be as scarlet, though they be like red like crimson, they will change to become wool and snow. White. It means that God has power to totally transform your life. Your life can look the opposite of what it is supposed to look. If you are supposed to be poor till you die, God can make you rich. If you have no education, and I'm sure you know what follows not having education, no job, no proper job, you may just be doing by day. By day. Because the banks and the institutions and the big, big places, they employ people who have got education. But God, without education, can give you a life that is just like those who are very educated. That's why he said, no matter your condition, if it is as deep red like crimson, it can become like as white as wool. Verse 19. This is God. Many people think that when you follow God, you only get bad things, a bad deal. You go backwards, your life becomes terrible. It's like nothing good happens. Listen, it says, if you are willing and obedient... You shall eat the good of the land. Whatever land you find yourself, God can make sure that you eat the good of that land. Then the next verse is, but if ye refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with a sword. So every land has got good things and a sword. You are either goodness. Goodness. I have never thought about this. I have never seen this before. This is me. Wow. I have never seen this. That you are either eating good things. There's no, there's no middle way. There's no neutral ground. You are either eating the good of the land or 
evil will be eating you. And, and it is true. In the church, people are eating good. These testimonies, these are the ones you get to hear. There are more. It's like an epidemic. But as people are becoming fatter with good salaries and promotion and blessings, in the church, there are people who are growing lean. There are people here whose lives are as if we are not in the same church. It's almost like every Sunday we bring Christians from Church of Pentecost to come and share testimonies to us here in the mega church. Because verse 18 says, you are go- if you flow, you are willing. For instance, if a church service starts at 6.30 and you come to church at 8 o'clock, you are rebelling. Look, the prayers we prayed this morning, if you were not here, something has been cut off your life. No, I'm, I'm not cursing you. I'm, I'm saying that. Really, you have come for only like 40% of the service. Because you, the same person, you know how to get to the office at 6 a.m. If you are going on debt collection and the person will leave his house at 5.30, you know how to get there. How come once a week on a Sunday morning, you cannot get to church at 6.30? Because you have determined that you will never be obedient. You will rebel. Now it says that, go back Verse 19. If you, you see, oh, oh yeah. I, I've never seen this before. Today, this morning, as I'm reading the Bible, it's the first time. It's almost like something has been taken off my eyes. I've never seen that verse 19 and verse 20 both have got the same word. The same word. The word is eat. You eat the good of the land or a sword is eating you. You see, the word devour, that is even stronger than eat. Devour means to eat and not leave some. Like how some of you eat. Like you, every, then the plate is horizontal like this. When you finish clearing everything, then you make the plate vertical and you use your tongue. That divide. Wow. No, you, you must never say that you know enough of the word of God. Have you said this before? Either you are eating the good things or the, the sword is eating you. There is eating anyway. 
either you are eating jobs, promotion, blessings, or unemployment. Hunger is eating you. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just also sharing my shock with you that I've never seen this. And it's true, as a pastor of the church, when I stand and I see the church, I see two types of people. One group is being eaten by marital problems, by issues, health issues, bizarre. There's some, as people share testimonies, I also hear bizarre stories. You will not even believe that these two groups can be in the same church. He said, you have made the word of God. Jesus Christ said, you have made the word of God of no effect. Yeah. You have no idea how powerful you are. You can neutralize God's power. Congratulate your neighbor. You are very powerful. I'm sure you know that God is great. And very big and very mighty. He made the world, the moon, the stars. Big God. But you can neutralize God's power. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he raised the dead. He healed the sick. Cleansed the lepers. Healed the blind. He went to a city called Nazareth. Actually, that is where he was brought up. In the, the same Jesus Christ. Look, his power was neutralized. By your behavior in the house of God. You can actually neutralize God's power. It's like when we see you, you are the exact reflection of a person serving a powerless God. That when we see your life, we know that God is useless. You confirm that God is powerless. When we see you, we know that we cannot waste our time following a God who can make somebody look as hopeless as you. Hopeless. Your face, your life, your appearance, hopeless. I I prefer to be a weed smoker than to serve the God you serve. If this God, this Sunday morning God is your God, then I'm going home. But I thank God that you can never represent God. Only people who have not read their Bibles will look at you and think that you represent God. Yes. People who have testimonies of the order of the amazing testimonies you are hearing here. Who are eating the good of the land. This is a Bible. The good of the land. They are eating it. When they step out and people see them, they bow. Versus the hustler like you. No testimony to tell. No, nothing to share. 
Not that you have a testimony and you are hiding it. You really don't. Nothing is happening in your life. You are like some, some Ghanaian television stations. It's, it, it's a TV station, but there's no live event. Everything they show is recorded. There's not, no live event. But this morning, somebody is leaving the group of those who are being eaten by swords. And you are joining the group of those who are rather eating the good of the land. If you believe it, then shout, I believe it. Say, I will eat the good of the land. I will eat the good of the land. That's why, no matter what I say, I'll tell you. You see, if somebody listens to this message from the middle, as he hears me preaching about, Things, good things. You know, these type of people in the church, they just come, they just deceive the members, they just bring excitement and just talk anyhow, receive it, receive visa, receive all these things. Let me tell you, I want to inform you that I, am, I have already laid the foundation. Yes. That if you are here, you are not willing. If it's like next week Sunday, decide that you will be in church early. Be obedient. Anything we say, Obey. Just decide that you will obey. Is it demons? Is it our family background? What is it? That will make somebody, you leave your house and come to church at 8.30 to a service which starts at 6.30. And you want to see God's power? You want to share a testimony? It cannot be! You don't qualify. Come to church for one hour and go home. Occupy a seat and go home. But there's a way you can live and exist in the church that makes you an eater of good things and not someone evil things are rather consuming. It's like jollof rice, rice and stew with some wine and non-alcoholic champagne, the jollof rice, you know, uh, uh, pork chops, beautiful with vegetables and so on, versus HIV. HIV. That's the church we are in. The church we are in is a church of jollof rice with Pepsi on the side, and some flowers, eating some flowers and some green leaves, some egg pork chops, nice meal. When you finish, you wash it down with some nice drink. And then there's some dessert, some dessert, some ice cream and caramel cake, some something beautiful just by the side to finish it off. Yeah. And as you are eating, after two weeks, after three weeks, your, 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 your cheeks are becoming bigger. Your body is becoming fuller. And then on the other side, in the same church, are people who HIV is eating them up. May you not exist as an HIV church member. So my counsel, which you are free to reject, is that be willing 
Be obedient. Be stable. Genesis 49 verse 4. Be stable. Don't be unstable. Fight it. Fight. Fight to be in church early. Fight to be a stable member this year. There are good things here. Believe me. And be upright. If these four things are complete in your life. Look, God there. Now, let me start preaching. The two types of good things I said. The first group are the good things that are around you. And then I will come to the good things that are inside of you. Yes. Luke 16, 19. Because of time, today I'm just talking about just one good thing. One good thing. Yes. There was a certain rich man. I told you last week. No, so, so, so like, let's jump. Let's not read this. Let's go to verse, is it 22? Where Father Abraham was speaking? Yes, 23, 24, 25. Yes. Abraham is the one who makes, who made, you see, when, when God says something is good, it is good indeed. Or a representative of God. Like Father Abraham says something is good. Now, we are about to enter into a river of oil. So just strap your seatbelt. I, I can smell some oil around. I can, I can smell some oil. When Father Abraham says something is good, it means he is reflecting God's opinion. God doesn't fear anybody. If you are doing something which is evil, God doesn't fear you. He will tell you it is bad. So Father Abraham said, remember that thou in thy lifetime, lifetime, today I prophesy a lifetime of good things. Thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. So, Father Abraham is the one who tells us what type of things are good things. And remember, no good thing will he withhold from them that work uprightly. Psalm 82. No good thing will he withhold. So, what are the good things? Last week I told you, so that we can go back. Let's go back now to, um, what is the name? Verse 19. There was a certain rich man. Riches can come from God. The devil can give riches. But the Bible talks about true riches. Somebody here will be made rich by God. 
may you one day count a lot of money and stop and sleep and when you wake up you continue counting yes May you handle thick Not this type of two Ghana, one Ghana CD bills. 50 Ghana CDs. Bundles. Shout, I'll be into bundles. Prophesy bundles into your life. Yes. Me, I prophesy bundles. 50 Ghana City bundles. Yes. He made Abraham rich. Isaac, rich. In the days of Solomon, silver was like stones. Like the stones we used to kill birds and so on. In the days of Solomon, silver, common. From today, gold earrings will be common in your drawer. Diamond jewelry will be common in your drawer. Amen. If only you will obey simple instructions to come to church early or to read your Bible every day, to be willing and obedient. There is a businessman here. There is a businessman in this service as I'm preaching now. By December, you will have a dollar account. Right now, you don't deal in dollar anything. But by December of this year, you would have a strong dollar account. Professor. Somebody here, your level of giving is going higher. Amen. I receive it. God will graduate you from two Ghana cities to five Ghana cities. Amen. This is the year. You won't believe it. You will take 20 CDs and put it in the offering bag as your offering. Amen. Receive riches. I receive it. And the king. Ah, oh, sorry. I was wrong. Forgive me. I didn't say the right thing. I said silver was like stones. That was an understatement. The king made silver and gold. As plenteous as stones. That is how stones are a lot in town. Gold. Your house, eh? Your house. Jesus. I said your house. Yes. We may not see physical gold. Jesus. But the things you will use gold to buy. Hey. You will have some. Amen. You will have a curved television. Amen. You will have nice furniture. Amen. You will live in a proper area. Amen. Receive gold. I receive it. For the things gold can buy. Yes. Look at look. I, I, I am declaring that your your job twenty two. Look at job twenty two. 
verse 17. Job 22. Which said unto God, Depart from us. And what what can the Almighty do for them? There are people like that. This is what they say. Coming to church every Sunday, church, weekday, say you are a shepherd, say you are whatever. What can God do for you? Today, I'm going to read a scripture. You are going to open to a scripture. That will show you. When they say, what can God do for you? And some of you, when they say, what can God do for you? Your answer is that God can give me a Bible. Or God can give me a church. Or God can give me tongues. But the next time they ask you, what can God do for you? What can God do for you? The answer is in the verse you are about to open to. Job chapter 22. Verse 18. Which said unto God, Depart from us. And what can the Almighty do for them? The next verse, verse 18. Yet, yet, have you open to verse 18. Have you underlined it? Or the Bible is not for you. Yet he filled their houses with good things. Wow. He filled their houses with good things. Amen. But the counsel of the wicked is far from you. When people are saying that, what God, what can God do, do for you? All this church, church, church. What can God do for you? Your answer is the next verse. Job 22, 18. Jesus. Your answer should be that one of the things God does for me. Say, tell a person, I don't have time. Preach. I could give you a list of 28 things. Preach. But because I don't have time for a fool like you, I'm giving you only one thing Come God on. will do for me. What does God do? Hey. You are asking me, what does the Almighty do for me? Listen to me very carefully. What God does for me, they are a lot. But one of them is that God fills my house. He fills my house with good things. I prophesy that you will see nice things in your house. Amen. You will see nice flowers in your house. Amen. You will see nice cars in your house. Amen. If it is nice, we shall see it in your house. Amen. Your house will not be a place of baller. Amen. When you open your wardrobe, when you open your wardrobe, Judith, we will not only see second-hand clothes. Jesus. Only what your big sister gave you. No. We see quality clothes. Amen. What can that go? What can God do for you? What can God do for you? You come and shout every day, check every day, check. You come late every day, check. What can God do for you? Today, I'm telling you one of the things God can do for you. 
And why I can tell you is that he has done it for me. He will fill your house. When you send your son to an iPad, he will tell he will ask you, Daddy, which one? Which of the iPads? Then your answer will be the iPad mini. And he will, he will ask you, is it the one with the red cover or the blue cover? Receive good things. I receive it. May there be good shoes on your shoe rack. Amen. May there be good clothes in your wardrobe. Amen. I am not, I'm not, I'm not tantalizing you with just words. I'm, I'm prophesying with the, Peter says we have a more sure word of prophecy. If you are sitting in this service today, I prophesy that Job 22:18 shall come to pass practically in your life. Amen. You know, mommy, I like the word yet. See, when you see the word yet, it is one of the time-related things. Words in, the, in English grammar. That is, as in verse 17, they are criticizing you, asking what is God going to do. As they are busily talking, as they are busily talking, Mm -hmm. then God is also filling your life, filling your room, filling your house, filling your suitcase. May there be clothes you have not worn for one year. Amen. May you enter your wardrobe and discover shirts you have not worn. Amen. I'm talking about the feeling of your house oh, with good things. Yes. Receive it now. I receive it. Just trust and obey. When I say 6.30 to 7.30, is our power hour. As you have just come to join us, we are preaching. We have the we have finished with the power part. There's something here also for you, but why should you get five units when you were supposed to get 25 units? First hour is the power hour. What can God do for you? You've been following God. You are 35 years. You are not married. What can God do for you? Say, what can God do for me? You wait and see. I prophesy to a lady here exactly a year from today. Jesus. There will be a proper man in your bed. Amen. I said there will be a proper man in your bed. Amen. You have been following God. No beloved, no husband. Today marks the beginning, the beginning of a sequence of events that will lead you to a certain great and good man in your life. Amen. Receive good things. I receive it. Beautiful. He filled their house with good things. So let's end. I want to tell you one thing, one good thing today. 
Let's go back. And, and when I mention it, it's so common. It's so common. I'm sure many of you will be surprised. Is that, is that what you brought us to church today to tell us? <laughs> we thought you were going to give us some revelations like what you are giving us in Job. I mean, something to keep us going. This thing, I have it already. Ah! Is this Bible? It's Bible. What is the good thing I'm talking about today? There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen which fed sumptuously on weekends. Which fed sumptuously on Saturday afternoons. Give me the New Living Translation. There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury. It means that the clothes you wear to church will be quality clothes. Wait. The clothes you wear to sleep. Your nighty. You will order it from California. Amen. Your pajamas will be quality designer pajamas. Amen. Professor. There are some people they wear nice things only to parties. But at other times when you see them their things are not nice. Jesus. But today, God is balancing the equation. Amen. I said, God is balancing the equation. Amen. Look, this year, if you are willing, you are obedient, you are stable, you can go to God with this check and say, Father, I've been willing, I've been obedient, I've been stable, I've tried to live uprightly. Father, give me a good wristwatch. Yes. Wow. I see. Amplified Bible. Amplified. Amplified. If you have it. Yes. So I'm ending with this. The, the, the good thing I'm sharing with you today. There was a certain rich man who habitually it was his habit. May it be your habit. I said may it be your habit. Amen. Next week, I'm going to talk about things you will have that you didn't buy. Wow. We'll see you with fruits in your room. You are eating the fruits, but you didn't plant. It's also a level of good things. But today, let's end the service. Our time is up. The man clothed himself habitually in purple and fine linen and reveled and feasted. Feasted. Feasts. Feasted and made merry in splendor on Christmas Day. How many days a week? 
Do you have a Bible? How many days a week? Today, I want to end by talking about your diet. Today's communion, when you take the communion, is the beginning of a dietary revolution. When I say diet, I'm talking not only about yam and contumbrasil, but I'm also talking about a condition you will never be in. Anything that prevents you or stops you from eating good food. Like cancer of your stomach. One of the things God is interested in in your life and for you is what you eat. Matthew 6, 11. Matthew 6, 11. Give us this day our daily bread. This is the prayer Jesus Christ taught his disciples to pray. God is not only concerned about the Bibles you read. He is not only concerned about the worship songs you sing. Jesus, the disciples came to him. You see, don't allow people, pastors, preachers, to let you feel that certain things are below God. Look, he cares about, he said, not even one hair, hair on your head will fall down. Even you yourself, when you are combing your hair, you cannot count how many hairs have come off your scalp. But God knows that today, when you combed your hair, 53 hairs came out. Six were gray. And one was brown. God is concerned about every detail of your life. And today, somebody here is going to tell a story of a blessing that involves the type of food you eat. Amen. I said, that involves the type of food you eat. Amen. That is... The era... And it's all related to poverty. The era where you have to eat some, watch it, leave some, and go and come, and finish the rest, or the kinky and the fish, you, 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 you eat half, and you leave the head and half of the kinky then you wrap it in brown paper and put it under your bed by the time you come rats have eaten half and then you use a blade and you cut the part that the rats have eaten and you go and boil it in the next door neighbor's house oh and you today marks the day of the beginning of a dietary revolution amen the food you eat Receive good food. I receive it. Receive good food. Why? Why is it that when we see you, when you come to the office to introduce your cousins 
who have come from California. Why is it that they look like human beings? And you look like a hungry goat. Have you not seen your children and your sister in London, her children? Like in Changa and Enoma. In Changa. Do you know in Changa and Enoma? Why? Are those in America better human beings? Why is it that your skin, a woman your age, look at the rashes. Then your sister, the same mother, the same father, but she lives in Brussels and her skin is noho noho naha naha. No me, no me. Today, you will be in Ghana. Yes. And have no me, no me, no me, no me, no me, no me. Receive it now. I receive it. Professor. Unless you can prove to me that you are inferior to your cousin who lives at Adrengano. Look, wherever you say, Oyarifa, New Adenta, Gravel Pit, Jesus, Taxi Rang, hey. and Samampo, hey. wherever you are, a wind of God is blowing good food into your room. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Today, we are not changing accommodation. Today, it's about diet. Yes. Look, don't think I have some canal pastor, no, these are worldly pastors who don't, like instead of coming to talk about having scripture. Look, if food was not important, Jesus would not have told a story. Look at Luke 15. Luke 15. Verse 22. The father, Jesus told the story to show us about how, how the father relates to people who come to him, who turn around. It's called the father's love. But we have called the prodigal son. It's a story about the father's love. When the boy returned, he says, but the father said to his servants, and these servants, I'm sure you know by now that they are the angels. I hear God speaking to angels concerning Bra Ebenezer. Yes. Concerning Sister Sewa. Yes. Concerning Antia. Yes. That bring forth the best robe. May angels put nice clothes on your body. Amen. And put it on him. You remember last week I told you, some have the best robe, but they don't wear it. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand. And shoes on his feet. These are good things. Is it next week or next week? I'm going to talk about beloved dozing. Jesus. Beloved dozing. My God. 
through the Sunday morning prophetic gathering service, Jesus, you will have a woman to marry. Amen. Any woman here, you are of age, and no man is approaching the bench. I am here to inform you Jesus. that there is a prophetic word for your destiny. Yes. I said there is a prophetic word for your destiny. Yes. But until that time, look at this one, verse 23. He said, look at it, verse 23. And bring hither the fatted calf and start a farm with it. I said, start a farm with it. Take it to University of Ghana Agri Department. Donate it for farms. You shall be killing animals and eating. Amen. Bring forth the fatted calf and kill it. You see, always, you see, I'm seeing a pattern. Bring forth the best robe, put it on him because, see, if he had not given the instruction, put it on him. Some people would have gone to hang the dress in the wardrobe. Here also, he said, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Why should we come to your house and hear sheep bleating? And you are eating tilapia. Some of you, there's somebody here, you have got cows somewhere. And you are in your room eating posna. Do you know posna? You are beginning to kill animals. Amen. Not Christmas home. Not on your birthday. Jeez. Killing of animals to eat shall be a habitual lifestyle. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. Kill it. And sell it. Sorry. Kill it and donate it. No. Kill it and let us what? Ease. Hashaba. Amen. I receive. I just I just saw a, a lady here, a young girl here. You you are begging an elderly woman and asking her to please help you with a little space. In her deep freezer. Because you have just killed a sheep. And you need a place to store the rest of the meat. Jesus. Somebody here. God is going to bless you with a sheep. Amen. But when you kill it. You will not have enough room. There will be no. You don't have a deep freezer. Yes. There's a lady here. You don't have a deep freezer. Yes. But God will give you a sheep to kill. Amen. And you are going to beg a lady, Auntie Susan, do you have do you have a deep freezer? Auntie Lorraine, do you have a deep freezer? Can I please come and put some meat into your deep freezer? Jesus. Is there any sister yes. who is ready to kill? Yes. And eat. Hey. To kill. Yes. And eat. Hey. Amen. Look at the message Bible. The message Bible. He said, then get a grain fed heifer and roast it. 
We are going to feast. We are going to have a wonderful time. The days of eating with Fanta or orange juice will not be limited to Christmas. Amen. There was a time I I only drank Fanta when I wore a Christmas hat. And my grandmother poured Fanta into a cup. Jesus. And I saw it fizzling. Fizzling. Fizzy, 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 fizzy. Today, by the grace of God, Jesus. if I want to drink Fanta six times a day, hey. I am capable of drinking it. Amen. Somebody here, you are going to have a wonderful time. Amen. Eating every day. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's an apprentice here. There's an apprentice. A mechanic apprentice. God is going to honor you once a week. Once a week, somebody will give you papaya or baritas. Jesus. I like it. No, that guy, not every day. Note it. Not every day. I'm not, I'm not here to deceive you. What I hear is that once a week, somebody will bless you. Every week. It will be an arrangement. He will say, that, he will say to you that every week, there's a meal. I'll give you one lunch every week. Amen. Yeah. The rest, whether you will fast or you will eat Gary, I don't care about it. But your, 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 your journey to good food is beginning with once a week, very, very, very delicious thing. Is that somebody who believes that your eating can change? Why? Why does God care about what you eat? The reason is that what you eat determines your health. And your health determines your level of prosperity. Yeah. Yes, your health can determine not going to university this year. Your health. When it is time to write the exam and you are sick because your body has no immunity. You have eaten Gary and Copra for a long time. If you ask, I stand here. Some people, when I see your face, I, I don't know whether it's a lizard skin or it's normal human skin. Yes. And the Lord tells me it is because of how harassed your soul is. Look, happiness, it doesn't only come from listening to good music, yes. living in an air-conditioned house. Yes. Happiness also can come from the type of food you eat. Jesus. That's why he said, we, listen, listen, he said, we are going to have a wonderful time. Not because we are dancing. Receive a good diet. I receive it. Receive a good diet. I receive it. Receive a good diet. I receive it. Sometimes as you grow in your 30s, 40s, early 50s, because of age and so on, there are certain things you must eat. But because you don't have money, you are still embarking on fufu and abenquai fufu. But you see, there's a certain type of diet. You need money to, yeah, to buy that type of thing. I 
I release a blessing upon your life. Listen. Amen. Lift your hand and receive this. You will not bow your head and eat a, a, a meal. Jesus. That your soul rejects. Amen. Hey, the Lord just told me, because of this prophetic word, somebody is being delivered from going to prison. Jesus. Wow. To eat something you don't want to eat. There is, there is, there is a conspiracy to take you behind bars. But because of this morning service, and because God wants to give you the right diet, you will be at home. You will not be in prison. Amen. From today, what you want to eat is what you will eat. Amen. Receive the ability to eat sumptuously. I receive it. are there and you feel like eating kelewele ash you can send for kelewele yes i receive it you are there you feel like eating banana and granuts you can send amen you are there you feel like eating something italian jesus you just call uber come and take me to the italian restaurant in uh uh, uh, Joe Lu. That's right. Take me to Michelangelo. Come on. I want some Indian tandoori cuisine. How can you only be eating cassava and abom, yam and abom, Kobe and the egg? They put the egg on the food as if you are an idol. Idol. They no. arrange the egg. Oh, Father, Father. Look, please listen to me. You may think I came here to joke. You can have a job and lose it. One of the ways great people size you up is to watch how you eat. That's right. I sat in Coconut Grove, Cape Coast, with some young men. And some senior pastors were eating. They brought the food, second course, fork and knife. You may think I'm joking, but I wish I could call someone to confirm what I'm saying. One of the young men held the knife like this. Jesus. <laughs> Stop it. So, one like this. So one of the senior pastors called a lady that he should take this young man out and show him how to handle fork and knife. My brother, my brother, God is elevating your life. Amen. You'll be eating in restaurants. Amen. I said you'll be eating in restaurants. Amen. You will eat with chopsticks. Amen. You will eat with fork and knife. Amen. You see, I'm not only talking, you see, just as I said, it's not just about diet, it's about your health. I'm also at this time talking about your employment. That's right. You are prophesied. When your managers from Dubai come and say, let's go and have lunch at La Palm. Or they will, they will even ask you, is there any Italian restaurant? I say, oh, um, 
I, I know of papaya. Papaya? 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 Hey, receive the, an upgrade of your life. I receive it. Receive an upgrade of your life. I receive it. May your employer not have a negative opinion of you because of your inability to 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 even know why something is so. Yes. There are some young men here. The Lord is telling me you are being blessed Eish. with a new life of eating three course meals. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Receive it now. I receive it. Three course meals. Professor. That is, you deserve. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, you deserve. You deserve. You deserve. You deserve to know what a starter is. What a starter is. First course. First course. Do you know first course? Do you know first course? Or your own, everything, it is all course. Or it is all course. Do you know first course? Do you know first course? Do you drink soup before you eat? Do you drink soup? Jesus. Ask your friend, do you know second course? Do you know second course? You see, today I am by this morning service upgrading the quality of your life. Amen. As I am upgrading the quality of your life. Amen. If God is interested in your diet, I can't come here and pretend as if God only cares about the verses you know. Jesus. About the prayers you pray. Yes. I am prophesying that somebody here, there's a bushman here. One of these days, you will be sitting in a restaurant and eating a three-course meal. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Professor. Madula Bakasa. I receive it. Rimini Basata. I receive it. In your house, you eat what you desire to eat. Amen. In your room, you will eat what... Uh, today, I'm not talking about living in a mansion. You may be in a compound house. You may be in a chamber and hall. Jesus. That's for another service. But the food you eat, whether you sleep at the bus stop, yes. you are in a chamber and hall. Yes. You are patching with your friends. Yes. Your diet. Your diet. Yes. Your food. My food. Your food. My food. Is receiving an upgrade. Amen. Begin to clap your hands and pray. It's part of your destiny. By this, it's your health. By this, it's your promotion. By this, it is how your boss sees you. Pray. Keep praying. 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 Keep pra
If you are here today and you are not born again, I want to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ. Your friend came with you. You came on your own. You are not born again. Wherever you are, if you are here, like every eye closed, you want to receive Jesus as your personal Savior. Lift your hand wherever you are. I want to pray for you now. Lift your hand. You want to be born again. You want to receive Jesus. I see your hand. Lift your hand at the back. I see you. You are not born again. If you die right now, you are going to hell. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. If your hand is up, come to, to me in front here now. Come. 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 To Jesus. Give him your life. Quickly come. Today. Come. come. Love for them as they come. Lift your hands. Say, Father, I come to you today. I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me and have mercy on me. Today I declare that I am born again. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.